What use is an F call? Participation is a promise made. Now what do I mean by that? A little while ago, I was listening to a conversation on HF. I cannot recall the exact band, but the conversation took in amateurs across much of the country. It had been going for about 20 minutes, and a new participant, an F call, asked for a transmission report from the assembled group. The F call, likely a new participant, apologised for butting in, and also commented that he was broadcasting outside his band, which at the time I checked, and as far as I could tell, he wasn't. The group ignored the out-of-band comment, and several dutifully and helpfully responded with their various signal reports, but after about five minutes, the tone of the conversation changed, and statements about power levels and abuse were being made. This turned into accusations about using excess power, about using 100 watts to get across the country, about how an F call was abusing the airways. Mind you, most of this was innuendo, nudge-nudge, wink-wink style. After about 15 minutes of increasing discussion, a new station was heard, who commented that he had some 14,000 contacts on the books, and when his licence was still drying, he too had been accused of exceeding his legal 28-watt limit. Unbeknownst to him, several amateurs descended on his shack at the time, measured his output, and found it to be 27 watts. He pointed out that while there are going to be cases where people exceeded their privileges, it shouldn't be the first thing that came to mind when a particular contact was made. The station also complimented the F-Call on their setup and wished them all well with their contacts. His comments lasted for some five minutes and the group subdued almost immediately. At the time I wondered if those who'd previously been accusing the F-Call had forgotten what QRP, broadcasting with 10 watts or less, SSB, is all about, and I wondered if there might be a value in encouraging participation in QRP contests. In case you're wondering, an F-Call is really a QRP station. While I know how easy it is to change the power setting on my radio, and how easily it might be to get away with doing that, it doesn't mean that just because you can, you will. Under instruction of an advanced licensee, I have changed the power setting on my radio as well, only to find that the extra power made little or no difference whatsoever. I've played with antennas and noticed that it's not how much power you have, but what you do with it that determines the outcome of the contact. As I've said in the past, I've talked to the USA on 10 watts in amazed reply to their 450 watts. I'm sure that there are times that extra power will get you where you need to go. But I think we should also remember that each of us, regardless of our license, has the ability to borrow, buy or build a massive amplifier and hook that up to our radio. Just because we can, doesn't mean we do. Ultimately, you're in control of your own radio and your own responsibilities and license conditions. You are ultimately the one who knows if you did the right thing or not. Of course, if you abuse your privileges, consequences will result. I started with participation is a promise made. When you get your license and your kit and start broadcasting, you are participating in the amateur radio community. Your license stipulates that you shall only broadcast on certain frequencies with a certain mode and power level. As a licensee, that's what you promise to do. Let's give people the benefit of doubt and encourage their legal participation, rather than accusing them on air about their perceived misdeeds. I'm Ono, VK6 Fox Lima Alpha Bravo.